Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where an entitled mother brings her contagious kid onto a cruise ship and infects everyone. Our next Reddit post is from Sucrose. Two or three years ago, I went on a cruise with my mother and my friend along with his mother. We grew up together and our families are really close, so we're practically siblings. This was an eight-day cruise departing from New York City, going around the Caribbean and then going back up. The ship was one of those really nice and famous ones with tons of restaurants, pools, water slides, etc. It had a capacity of over 2,000 guests. On the second day, our parents made friends with another group of families and we decided to head out together that day once the boat pulled into port. We met at breakfast to plan out the day. There were quite a few families with younger kids, and, of course, all young kids left to their own discretion and open buffets were wild and kinda gross. Later on, I overheard one parent complaining to someone about their kid. Apparently, the kid wasn't feeling well, but the entitled parent didn't want to leave the kid behind in their room because we'd spent so much money to go out and have fun. I didn't think of it as something too serious, so we carried on. Around halfway through the day, I started having serious stomach cramps. They got to the point where I would have to stop and breathe every 10 minutes or so. My mom and my friend decided to leave the rest of the group to help me back to where our tour bus was waiting, as I was clearly in no condition to continue hiking. It took us a while, but eventually we got back to the bus where I could attempt to sleep it off. We assumed that I had gotten food poisoning or ate something bad. What I didn't know and what I found out later was that that stupid kid from earlier wasn't just not feeling well. He had norovirus. Symptoms include vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, muscle aches, fever, and fatigue. The virus can last days, which doesn't seem long, but keep in mind that this was only an 8-day cruise. Also, it's extremely contagious, especially in close quarters. Well, guess what? We just happened to be in a closed-off ship with thousands of people. Also, we had open buffets just waiting to be contaminated. The next day, which was the third day of the cruise, I wasn't the only one not feeling well. Everyone else in our room had gotten it. My mom, my friend, and his mom. There was a small line in the clinic when we got there, and literally everyone was suffering from similar symptoms. The medical staff gave us some sort of medication and told us to stay in our room for the next couple of days so we didn't pass it to anyone else. We listened to them. The entitled parent did not. The entitled parent continued to take her kid to water slides, buffets, and shows despite everyone warning her not to. Her son was obviously very sick, but she wanted him to have the best experience on his first cruise ever. On the fourth day, I learned that the virus was quickly spreading. The crew started offering free movies and in-room catering for those who were sick in a futile attempt to keep them in their rooms. Live shows were canceled because even the performers were getting sick. On the fifth day, the crews announced that they couldn't dock the ship because the local authorities had heard about the outbreak and they forbade us from entering the port. Everyone was in a lot of pain. I could barely hold down water without throwing up. I felt dizzy whenever I stood up, and in general, I just felt horrible. But I had some Tylenol and some rest, and by around the sixth day, both my friend and I were on the mend. We dared to spend a few minutes outside, and the population on the cruise ship was decimated. If you've never been on a cruise before, it feels like a mall during a major holiday. There are people everywhere, talking and laughing and eating and doing whatever you do on a cruise. 
But that day, the ship was almost empty, other than some employees wearing gloves and face masks and a few lucky stragglers. We probably saw around 100 to 200 people. In order to have a good time, the entitled parent let her kids spread the virus to almost everyone on the ship. There's no vaccine for norovirus, so literally no one was safe. Not to mention that cruise ships always have a lot of retired elderly people with weak immune systems. She didn't just ruin literally everyone else's vacation, she put people at genuine risk as well. I don't think her son would have even been allowed to board the ship in the first place if they'd known that he was sick. Because I think that there are regulations against bringing contagious diseases into closed environments. Anyhow, moral of this story is, do not take your sick kids on vacation. If you do have to, for some reason, at least leave them in the room and let them recuperate instead of passing it around. It's not only better for everyone else, it's better for them too. Also, avoid open buffet lines if possible. So, this Reddit post was posted back in 2009, so now in 2021, it's really funny to read through this and see all the comments about how angry people are. These poor, sweet, innocent people have no idea what 2020 has in store for them. Our next Reddit post is from Mr. Meboy. Background. I live in a rather quiet apartment building, but as soon as this crazy woman moved here, I knew that my situation was going to go tits up. I always try my best to be kind to my neighbors, and it wasn't any different for Entitled Mother. I enjoy having small get-togethers in my apartment with a couple of my neighbors. So, when Entitled Mother and her annoying-as-hell kid moved into the building, I decided to invite them to a weekly adults-only game night. Don't judge, this was all pre-COVID. The party was set to begin at 7pm, but Entitled Mother came a good hour late. Our parties are for adults only, because we have lots of alcoholic beverages and some weed set out. The Entitled Mother decides to ignore the clear-as-day rule that kids are not allowed and brings her little turd to my house. As soon as I see the kid, I tell her no kids allowed, but then she goes and says, It's okay, he has my permission. I sigh and ask her to come back in 10 minutes because me and the neighbors have to clear all the weed and alcohol and pack them in the cupboards. She and her little turd come back in 30 minutes and immediately start eating all of my food. I'm a really non-confrontational person, so telling them to stop was a big no-no. This isn't even the real story yet. It's just some background to explain the mess that was about to happen. And then, later on, COVID happened. My girlfriend was staying at my place during COVID because her parents both have pre-existing conditions. We went through the whole process, quarantine, testing, and eventually moving. So one day, I was out of the house getting groceries when my girlfriend called me crying saying that she didn't feel safe in our apartment. Apparently, my girlfriend was taking a shower when she heard someone moaning. She thought it was me, so she opened the curtain to see the entitled kid beating his meat and standing outside the open bathroom door. She screamed, slapped him, and kicked him out. Hearing this, I immediately rushed home to comfort her, having absolutely no clue how that little bastard got into my home. As soon as I got home, I saw Entitled Mother standing outside my apartment banging on the door, not wearing a mask. I tap her on the shoulder and start to explain to her that she really needs to control her kid. I tried to be as nice as possible, even though I was seething with anger. I tried to tell her that I understand his body is going through changes and that he has urges, but breaking into people's houses and doing stuff like that was not okay. Before I can finish, the entitled mother goes off on me. She starts screaming that her son didn't break into anyone's house and that my girlfriend had no right to hit him. 
She said that she was going to call the cops and tell them that we assaulted her kid. At this point, I was literally about to slap her, but I tried my best to remain calm and ask her how her son got into my house. The entitled mother starts screaming at me, and in her anger, she lets it slip that during that party, she took one of my apartment keys. My brain just shuts off. My girlfriend comes out hearing the commotion, and apparently heard that entitled mother stole my keys. My girlfriend goes off. She says that she's calling the cops for stealing, breaking, and entering an invasion of privacy. At this point, my brain is still processing what Entitled Mother just said. The Entitled Mother screams back that in her rental agreement, she was given full access to all the amenities of the apartment. And she somehow believed that my house belonged to that too. Keep in mind that I own my apartment. I don't rent. My girlfriend kept her promise and called the cops right then and there. The entitled mother got arrested, but I don't know what happened from there. All I know is that I changed my locks and bought one of those camera doorbell things. Our next Reddit post is from Chocolated Cutie. So, I live in an apartment that has six floors. Now, originally, the building had eight apartments on each floor. But, three years ago, a new owner bought the building and he completely redid the top three floors and they were made into deluxe apartments. Now, when I say deluxe, I don't mean anything fancy. I just mean that he made the top floor apartments twice as big. The top floors now have four big apartments on each floor rather than eight small ones. These bigger apartments each have three bedrooms, one bathroom, and come with their own washer and dryer. The smaller apartments only have two bedrooms and one bathroom, and they don't have a washer or dryer hookup. As a result, the apartment owners in the three bottom floors have to use a shared laundry room in the basement. I moved into one of the bigger apartments with two roommates pretty much as soon as they were available and I've been here for three years. Both of my roommates lost their job due to COVID and had to move, leaving me alone in my apartment, which didn't bother me. I still didn't have to pay any more in rent, so I had my own place until the landlord finds new roommates. This story happened last night when I was coming home from work. I ran into an entitled mother. This entitled mother is about 22 years old and has three kids. She moved into the building a few months back, and, well, she's just not a nice person. Frankly, she drives everyone nuts. As I was waiting for the elevator, the entitled mother comes up to me and this is how it went. So, you live on the fifth floor, right? Uh, yeah. What apartment? D3. I hear those apartments are really big. Uh, yeah, they're a good size. They have three bedrooms, right? Yeah. It must feel really big without your roommates. Not really. I like being alone. Don't you think it's a little big for you? No. My kids would love that apartment. Well, if you're interested, I think there's one for rent on the fifth floor. Oh, I can't afford that rent. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you could switch with us. Huh? You could be a nice person and offer to switch apartments. You don't need that much space. You just said that you couldn't afford to pay for a deluxe apartment. I can't. That's why we should switch. That way, me and my kids can have a bigger apartment without paying more. That's when it hit me. She wants me to switch apartments and live in her smaller apartment, but keep paying for the deluxe one. You're joking, right? This is a joke. I have three kids and I could use an apartment with more space. You're just one girl. There's plenty of space in our apartment. Yeah, but I'm not paying for you to live in my apartment. The entitled mother looked like she wanted to argue, but the elevator came and I got on, and I'm honestly surprised she didn't follow me. Oh, OP, you poor naive thing. 
You honestly thought this entitled mother was going to keep paying for her old apartment? Not a chance. In her mind, I'm sure she was expecting you to pay for both apartments because she has children. Our next Reddit post is from Aquashikala Deputy. Some context here. I was in the army for five years and I was near an IED when it exploded and I have some scars on my arms and legs. This story took place two years ago. We had a semi-big 4th of July party. It was hot out, so I had shorts and a tank top on. Some of my scars were visible, but most had been fixed by surgery. My biggest scar was on my arm, and it ran from my shoulder to my elbow. A kid asked me why I had my scar, and I said that I just got hurt. He just walked away to his mom and dad. I was just standing at the grill like any dad at a party, and Karen stormed over and just started yelling that what I told her traumatized her son. I was confused for a minute before she pointed at my arm. Apparently, I was an awful person for doing that. The yelling attracted my wife and Karen's husband. The husband was mad at me because I made his wife angry and whatnot. My wife tried to calm them down, but had no luck. Karen started yelling that I had to leave my own party because I was big and scary to the kids. And she thought that I was threatening to her. I apologized for looking scary, but I also explained that I wasn't going to leave my own party and that her family is free to leave. We ended up just asking them to leave after a loud argument. The worst part is that I burned the burgers. On the face value of this story, the thing that seems really terrible is that Karen started yelling at OP in the middle of his own party. But if you think about it, the actual crime here is that Karen is teaching her kid that anyone with scars or deformities is some sort of monster to be feared. And honestly, that's just a terrible thing to teach a child. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.